Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Where America Stands, two years after a domestic attack on its government. A lawsuit by the family of Jersey native Brian Sicknick blames Donald Trump for the Capitol officer's death. Audio of how that day unfolded in today's WCBS 88 Seconds in Sound. Plus the hospitals that may be struck by nurses on Monday and the reason lottery jackpots like tonight's are getting bigger all the time. It's January 6th, Friday morning. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Mernanes. A chilly rain today and drizzle lingering into the afternoon and then some clearing tonight, says Craig Allen. This morning on the 6th of January, we look at where we are as a nation two years after some of our fellow Americans tried to seize the controls of Congress for their own political means. On that day, the idea that American democracy could falter went from the theoretical to the possible. Two years later, more than 700 people have been arrested for brutally breaching the Capitol in that deadly attack. Among political leaders who may have inspired the attack, not one has faced prosecution. For the Congress people and staff forced to shelter in place that day, many say that's not acceptable. WCBS reporter Sean Adams reached out to them. Sean? That was a moment of horror and fear, says Connecticut Senator Richard Blumenthal. Angry supporters of President Donald Trump with pipes, pepper spray, and Confederate flags storming the Capitol. We were escorted by Capitol Police with guns drawn. New Jersey Congressman Josh Gottheimer ran for his life. We finally evacuated the floor, and uh, with probably 70 or so members... Uh, evacuated out, running through the tunnels of the Capitol. New Jersey Congressman Bill Pascrell calls January 6th an act of sedition. It was planned, it was carried out, and people got killed and hurt. And the police officers who protected that, that day, that us that day, deserve so much credit. A House Select Committee recommends prosecution for former President Donald Trump, Congressman Richie Torres. He must be held accountable for his role in inciting uh, one of the worst insurrections in American history. Reporting live, Sean Adams, WCBS 880 News. Brian Sicknick's family will be at the Capitol today to accept the Presidential Citizens Medal. On the late officer's behalf, Sicknick grew up in South River, New Jersey. Yesterday, on the eve of the attack that killed him, the family filed a $10 million civil suit against Donald Trump and two people charged in the officer's death, Julian Cotter of Somerset, New Jersey, and George Tanios from West Virginia. Their suit states that injuries sustained by Officer Sicknick and his eventual death were reasonable and foreseeable consequences of defendant Trump's words and conduct. Monday is when five hospitals may see nurses walk off the job. Here are the hospitals involved and the 
reason the nurses are so upset. New York State Nurses Association President Nancy Hagan says staffing already dangerously low from nurses leaving the profession due to burnout. Well, you go there from 7 o'clock and it's 7.30, 8.30 at night, you have not taken a break for yourself. It has taken a toll. The union asking for more pay, but also more hiring and retention incentives to keep nurses. So far, New York Presbyterian, Maimonides, and Richmond University reaching tentative agreements, but five others, including Mount Sinai and Montefiore, not there. Montefiore CEO alone rank $7 million in salary, bonuses and perks in 2020. At the same time, that frontline nurses worked around the clock. And Mount Sinai strike plan alarming, diverting ambulances, discharging patients, and even moving babies in the NICU to other hospitals starting today. At Mount Sinai West, Samantha Liepman, WCBS 880 News. Looks like the weather is going to clear up just in time for the weekend. Here's Craig Allen. It will. It'll be a little bit chillier this weekend as temperatures will still be a little bit above average, believe it or not, but much closer to where you would think it would be for January. So it's 42 now, humidity 92%. For the time being, the rain has stopped. There's still a lot of rain in Connecticut and the Hudson Valley. It's light, but it's it's pretty much covered there. And uh, we'll have another round or two of rain and drizzle before this moves on out of here completely. Today's high not rising very much at all, right around 45. Partial clearing and chilly tonight, 30 to 35. Tomorrow, a mixture of sunshine and clouds. Highs up around 45. Sunday, sun giving way to clouds and 40 to 45. Dry most of the day on Sunday. Sunday night, though, there could be a bit of rain or snow. In the city right now, we have 42 again and the humidity, 92%. Craig Allen in the Weather Center. Some people around here opening up their mail and finding overdue tax notices when, in fact, they paid those taxes. Sophia Hall has been looking into this and joins us this morning from Suffolk County. Sophia, good morning. You know, Wayne, property taxes here in Suffolk County are sky high. So if you were told you didn't pay, that would be a major headache. And apparently, like you said, that's what happened to hundreds of residents here, especially in Huntington, along with Babylon and Islip, the residents actually were all paid up. The controller telling Newsday new software installed because of the cyber attack in the county is to blame. Now, if you received the letter and you know you paid, you can call the controller's office to make sure or check out the website, paymysuffolktaxes.com. Easy to use. Just put your address in. Uh, Those who grieved their taxes in the past three years were the ones who apparently received the letters, Wayne and Paul. Sophia Hall this morning on that story. A meeting on crime among top city and state officials was held in secrecy with reporters not allowed to ask questions. Therefore, we can't report on what was said, but what we were told. It was a meeting of only black officials elected statewide and in the city. They met privately to discuss public safety. When they emerged, Mayor Adams explained they came together to say they would find their own solutions to their own problems. But he gave no specifics. City Council Speaker Adrian Adams said public safety is a top priority. We are committed to being unified and working together when it comes to public safety, when it comes to having the perception of public safety really, really be the reality. Bronx District Attorney Darcel Clark said they need to work together to spend resources to keep people out of the criminal justice system. News reporters were invited for a media availability, but then we were not allowed to ask any questions. In Harlem, Carol Dioria, WCBS 880 News. A Suffolk County police officer who was critically wounded in the line of duty last week will leave Stony Brook University Hospital today. His partner, though, remains on life support there. Both were stabbed in a Medford apartment while conducting a welfare check. 
the alleged attacker was shot and killed. Now, police have not released the officers' names. The one who remains in the hospital is expected to survive. The one who is being sent home today will be greeted by hundreds of officers. It is Friday. It is the 6th of January, and it's going to be a drizzly day today, lingering into the afternoon, clearing for the weekend. I'm Wayne Kappett. And I'm Paul Murnane, and tonight brings the sixth largest lottery drawing in U.S. history. Mega Millions has grown to $940 million. Why so many large jackpots recently? It's simple. The odds got harder. Lottery officials changed the Mega Millions significantly to worsen the already astronomical odds from 1 in 258.9 million to 1 in 302.6 million. They made similar changes to Powerball a few years back. The idea was to create giant prizes that would attract attention and pull in more players who had grown blasé about a mere $100 or $200 million in top prizes. Chump change, they say. This morning's 88 Seconds in Sound is audio from the unprecedented news reported two years ago today from WCBS's Steve Burns. The day started with a pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United, United States, States of America. America. Those American flags blowing in the wind on the ellipse with the White House as a backdrop below a blue banner calling this the Save America March. Rio Hudson traveled here from Indiana. Here to show my support for our President Trump. I really think that uh, this election was stolen from him and from the American people. So, let's have trial by combat. That's why we fight. That's why my father sends out a tweet. Patriots descend on Washington, D.C. And you look at the crowd down Let's there. walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. Inside the Capitol, lawmakers were already preparing for a tense day. They were there to certify the electoral vote, usually a perfunctory duty. Not this time. Republican lawmakers cited unfounded theories in challenging those results. Oklahoma Senator James Lankford was in the middle of his argument when the gavel suddenly came down. of Arizona. Thousands of people that were outside the Capitol climbed onto the scaffolding that's out in front of the Capitol where the inauguration will take place and then were able to breach the Capitol building itself. People sent to Washington to make laws instead found themselves making escape plans, making weapons out of furniture. New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez described it as a dark chapter for America. I have spoken across the globe. Uh, against these types of actions in other places in the world. I just can't believe that it's happening in our own country. The vote certification continued with a new perspective from some, including New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, a Democrat. The shame of this day is it's being aided and abetted by good Americans who are falling prey, who are choosing Trump over truth. And Utah Senator Mitt Romney, a Republican. Now we gather due to a selfish man's injured pride and the outrage of supporters who he has deliberately misinformed for the past two months and stirred to action this very morning. This is January 6th. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.